Grab a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tans and Jess, and maybe bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's Pubcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 10.5, Three Nights, where we are covering the novel Death Masks. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Who's that girl? Who's that girl? It's me. And we're back. We've missed you. Hello. Very much. Hello, hello. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 6 Harry attempts to run and defend himself from the attacking monster. The two men in the alley join the fight and reveal they both hold swords of power. A third joins the fray, finally killing the beast, who turns out to be Michael Carpenter. Michael introduces Harry to the other two men, who are Knights of the Cross, and then warns Harry there are more attacks coming. So just real quick clarification here. I would just like to point out that Michael turns out to be the third knight, not that the beast turns out to be Michael Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a third joins the fray, finally killing the beast, who turns out to be Michael Carpenter. No! <laughs> and he's dead. That's a wrap on him. <laughs> oh, what happened to Michael? Yeah, so, yeah, we open up. So he was just leaving the Morgan stuff after being with Mar- And again, this is some of this incredible supernatural coincidence power thing because he can't go out exactly the way he came in or something because somebody's being taken through on life support or whatever. So he takes a detour and winds up coming out in an alley. Like basically by his own description, he's like, oh, I veered off somewhere else and happened to come out in this alley. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just walk around here. And lo and behold, this is where you're waiting to get like ambushed. My, it was like a random, like, so if you'd been able to go the other way and come out the front door, they just would have been like, oh, gosh, darn it. Guess we'll try again next time. Like The bad guy set up the emergency in the hallway so Harry couldn't go that way. They set up the guy that had to be moved on life support right then through that hallway when Harry was exiting. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. timed it. That's much more believable than just, like, supernatural coincidence and fates of, yeah. Those denarians. Those denarians. Okay. All right. Actually, we don't know that yet. They're supernatural. They have all sorts of influence. Who knows? Exactly. Mm, there you go. Yeah, might not have been life support at all. Might have, one of them just a really good actor. Super true. <laughs> super, super amazing tracking that's, spell. That's all it's like they Scientology. Do. They just collect actors. Ooh. <laughs> 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 
and then perform crimes against humanity. <laughs> oh, God. There it is. There's the other shoe. <laughs> yes, that's it. One of, the, one of the other beasts just threw on a white lab coat and is pushing somebody else down the hallway. And Oh, sorry, you can't come through here. <laughs> to be fair, if you spend any time observing Harry, he's been in the hospital like half a dozen times now and avoided all of the... BP machines, right? Be pretty oh, easy no, to I'm not like, saying they couldn't have, you know, I just didn't think it was likely that that was a planned decoy or anything. Even if it wasn't planned, I mean, how hard is it for a monster to walk around a hospital building and get to the front door, right? <laughs> like, for all we know, there was, you know, one station at every door. <laughs> well, yeah, just, again, most of them avoid the right, like, if he'd made it out the front door wherever mm-hmm. he was going, chances are they wouldn't, because they don't tend to, like, to draw all that human attention to themselves, right? They would have stalked him until he went past an alley. I like the idea of a supernatural fly on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's reporting back. (laughs) Here he comes. It's a little tiny, tiny radio. Yeah, he goes. Hey, and that one's No, no, wait, no, no, they're bringing someone across. Great, guys. West exit, west exit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yes, here he ends up in this, this alleyway, and here comes this horrifying bear thing charging towards him so at least one thing that harry has discovered over the last couple of years is apparently you know that wheezy wizards don't run very fast so he's taking up jogging on the side (laughs) can you say wheezy wizards again please (laughs) i don't think i was able to say it the first time (laughs) maggie what you don't know is she's very very drunk right now <laughs> she came into this podcast just super loaded, stinking of alcohol. It was amazing. And she drove me here, so that was scary. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I take it then you don't believe my excuse that I had like dental work done recently and I'm still recovering. <laughs> my so idea is much more fun. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> People can take whatever explanation they want. <laughs> Time for more shots. <laughs> yes, yeah, please. <laughs> no matter what, that definitely will dull the pain. <laughs> so, so he's. Finally got some endurance behind him now that he can, he's been working out. Yeah. yeah, and he also is going with the very, you know, rational thinking that um, don't let the bad guys pick the area where you're going to, um, if they set it up, chances are they have the upper hand. <laughs> so, you know, what is it? The um, uh, discretion being the better part of valor. He's like, I'm just going to run away. <laughs> he's right. like, I don't want to fight you if you pick this is where we're going to fight. So, yeah. right. bye bye. Quite limited. He can't actually fight back with anything without killing himself or or many of the other people in the alley. Well, that's the thing, right? So, yeah, it turns out there are a couple of other what appear to be, you know, like homeless bystanders. types. Incidental people in, in the hall. <laughs> in, in this alley. You know, the but cashier it, wearing a vest. <laughs> exactly. But he is also, you know, yeah, in the alley of the hospital. So, if he starts blowing out walls and things, then, you know, walking around the guy with life support still might not have helped much, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't want to do anything to, and yeah, I just basically, I mean, this is a big, scary, fucking six-armed bear thing, so it's like, uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't want to find out if I'm can match this thing or not. I just, it looks like, no, I'm just gonna leave real fast. Right. It is nice, too, because Harry's always like, I don't like bullies or whatever like that, right? And as soon as somebody starts, like, snipping and sniping and talking shit, Harry's like, whoa, that's it. But I love when it's just a straight-up monster. Harry's like, no, no, I'll leave. You stay here. Don't <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything to prove to people who don't say shit. <laughs> I, yeah, all right. As long as you don't flap your mouth at me. I No pride. Behemoth. I'll, I'll go. Right? This is This is like the Marty McFly, don't call me chicken. Harry's like, oh, I will run away from you, like, all day. That's fine. But 
You want to start going jab for I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I will stand here and I will make snappy or uh-huh. snarky comments to you. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that is my one cannot walk away weakness thing. So, okay, so this is extremely quintessential Harry. I love when he's just like, when he grabs like the young man and he's like, hey, let's go, run, run, run. And then he sees the old man. He's like, fuck, god damn it. <laughs> he's like, ah, okay, you grit him, you go run. Like, I love how he's always just like, I'm gonna save everyone, but. Fuck you, why are you even in this alleyway, man? Like, <laughs> Right? Like, I had a great plan. I was just going to run away. Yeah, right? Now that's safe, Live another day. Now that, exactly. Now these stupid people I pass. So, yeah, he passes the younger fella. So, at least he's like, and that's the thing. He makes a whole big deal about, you know, he's like, well, when we're prepared, sure, we can go up against and we can do. But, again, every time it always comes back to that being prepared. So, mm-hmm. since he wasn't prepared to, you know, cast a giant you know wall of stone or whatever and block he's like yeah so ran's into uh yeah the younger guy first so at least he's like okay fine whatever you can run just go go buddy go and the guy's like still kind of standing there and he's like run run running you know <laughs> like how many times do i have right. to tell you move it you know, but the guy's still like, wait, what? Which, I mean, in all fairness, I probably would be too. If somebody just suddenly came running down an alley going, run, I'd be like, what the fuck is your pro? Oh, okay, no, they're, you know. <laughs> I'm like, are you just being some, like, weirdo in the middle of the night? Or, like, is there actually, like, a reason? There's a lot of herd mentality that way, too. <laughs> like, if you, see, if you definitely see somebody running <laughs> and they look scared, they'll probably run, too. Well, there is some. I'm, I'm, There's, I, like, you know, TikTok pranks about that, right? Where, like, you, like, run into, like, a business or something like that. And you just try and be, like, run or whatever and see if people react. And I'd be, like, all these people are always just, like, the fuck is wrong with you, right? Like, because everyone is just, like, so distrustful. It's, like, no, fuck off. Yeah, like, well, honestly, that would probably be me first, too, right? Yeah, like, right? I mean, I've had those things where you're you know whether it's the middle of the night or the middle of the day or something you know you're out and about and again you know some crazy guy starts making a commotion and you all ignore him yeah because you're like what you know some and usually it is like those younger younger people are just so that's the other thing right it's all the drugs we do it must be yeah um (laughs) (laughs) with inflation these days i'm not (laughs) (laughs) fucking no sector is safe hey (laughs) seriously um but yeah exactly right they'll be like oh blah 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 and you're just like again you don't know i'm like are they just like kind of being fun and having a good time or are they specifically trying to like poke fun at you you know what i mean like it takes you a minute to kind of assess the situation and i'm like are you just being harmless and i'm like totally fine to play along and be like oh you're being funny or am i like dude don't get me involved in your weird shit like every time you hear kids screaming outside it's like is this part of the game are you being kidnapped right now yeah exactly (laughs) right you know um, so yeah, so in all honesty, I probably would not immediately run first. I would probably be like, wait, are you just like playing with your friends or like, is this actual like a legit threat or something like yeah. that? <laughs> I would walk quickly. <laughs> I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know. Even oh, when a six-armed, oh, four-eyed bear comes around the corner. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you might start walking. I'd probably pass out, cry and then pass out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the kind of victim Harry wouldn't like. <laughs> you're just, ah, shit. She's like, I'm just going to play possum. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> if you don't believe I'm dead, I'm screwed anyways. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance I probably had a heart attack at that point anyways. Great, <laughs> great. So, uh, yeah, so he goes. So, yeah, he just about runs into him, right? And then he was like, yeah, go, 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 let's go, 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 go. 
So he's like, so he, you know, I think typically he kind of does the same thing first. He's like, what? Until he looks past and then he's like, oh, yeah, okay, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're for real. <laughs> so they keep going and then exactly. And then they wander into the little old man, right? So Harry's like, oh God, now I got to do the heroic good guy thing after all like when it was just my bacon on the line I thought I could totally just like run away and yeah get out into like the open and dodge you know he's like now I'm like fuck now I gotta let the drunk and the freaking homeless old man get away so uh yeah so he does he totally push you know he gives like basically the one guy into the care of the other he's like here you get the old guy out and and stops to face this thing right he manages to get a fire spell off but also initiate ends up initializing a soul gaze between the, the the entity and him himself almost instantly and yeah and while the thing like stutters for a sec when he slams it he kind of was hoping it would do more but the big blast of fire doesn't really do a whole lot to him but um um enough uh, yeah i guess it, i mean like enough to get him out of the way of the other guys right give them a chance to go kind of a thing but it doesn't yeah it doesn't like take him out of the fight or anything like that and then yeah basically the thing you know sort of gets up and looks at him and it's like that almost instant and i found this a little bit interesting because We've certainly had Harry had several soul gazes up until now, but, you know, one of the things that kind of sort of the extra bit he throws into the explanation here is that, because up until now, it's usually mostly been on, like, the length of time and stuff like that, because you'll hear where he'll be like, oh, I looked at them for a minute, and then continued to look at them and that's what you know because he does sometimes have like he'll quickly glance at somebody's eyes and then like away before but with this he also says that like the intent behind it and stuff like that is also like the intent slash intensity or whatever of so yeah in this heightened moment when he looks at this thing and i mean maybe the intent of this thing brought on more of it you know wasn't even so much harry intending to but this thing is just like, yeah, basically like the second thing, like there's no chance for him to be like, ooh, yeah, no, I don't want to risk getting into a, you know, like, because often he's got that moment where he's like. Well, I don't think he realizes that it's an, that it's even an option because he thinks it's a monster, not a mortal man. Well, there's that and he's like, too. oh, whoa, I'm getting sucked into this. This this is actually a, a man. There's and in the most horrifying image, too, like, right. that yeah. is a threat really like well yeah well i mean but that's what i mean like yeah he's not expecting it because he thinks it's just beast but like i say right is in other you know because he'll be like oh i looked at murphy for a second but i like glanced away before right Mm -hmm. so obviously there are moments when because yeah he knows for sure if he looks into murphy's eyes he will initiate a soul gaze but he's like oh i can you know i push the limit every now and again where i will Mm -hmm. look for just a second and then you know, whereas in this case, you know, like, it wasn't even so much of that. It wasn't even, like, I looked for a moment and then looked away before. It was, like, the instant our eyes met, it was, like, boom, then we were Dying in one, yet. right? So it's not always just that choice of I have to take a moment and we got to lock eyes for, like, a minimum of, like, five or ten seconds or longer and then anything after, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you're talking like, about intent, it might just be that, you know, a normal, you know, you and I will never have that intent in our gazes, so it's safe with a human. But when you're walking around with supernaturals who are, or I guess non-supernaturals, well, Half of them who are, are pushing for the intent too? Maybe you know. Well, and that's what his I mean. Intent like, was just so strong that yeah, it didn't matter what Harry wanted. And that's yeah, that's partially mm-hmm. what I wonder here is that you know, like you say, he might have not been expecting and knowing what was going on, but exactly, like you wonder how much of intent was on the other guy's mm-hmm. side because. 
I mean, again, like, even Harry, we joked about it before, that Harry sort of almost weaponizes his. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he did it with Marcone. He was like, oh, really, John? And knowing full, right? And then realized that, like, Marcone set it up to, you know, it wasn't just... But basically, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know what people see, but whatever they see when they look at me is so fucked up that, you know, like, Susan fainted when we... You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like... You know, I wonder if that's the flip side on this guy. Like, this beast thing is just like, you know, like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, I know what I got is going to be, like, ten times worse than whatever you're going to throw at me. So I'm just going to, you know, like, throw it. Because, again, most of the time there probably isn't anything that can come up against well, this. And to be fair, I- though, this bear has its own extra eye, right? Like, the growing glass <laughs> is like a third eye, although fifth eye for the bear or whatever like that, right? So I think it's also just a little bit more of that just, like... The um, more eyes, the more... No, 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 no. Like, you know, like, that whole, like, Illuminati or psychic, like, you know, you've got that, like, extra eye that's just, like, Well, yeah, that's, at Harry, me, that's basically pop. Harry's sight, too. That's what he talks about, That's what about I'm too. saying, though, is, like, the eye is meant to be stared into, so you just lock your gaze on there, and it's like, boom, this is what it's for. Let's go. Maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it's, yeah. Point being is he has no chance to reconsider or not, or, you know, whether he would have chosen to or not. Um, they're there. And then in the soul gaze, he sees this man in a crucified state. And then this other presence just completely knocks him out of the soul gaze entirely and, and actually physically backwards down the, the alley itself. Like, bam! I... I, I I think how this was, it would be just such a great, like, visual to see on, on like, screen. Cinematic, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Boom! And he goes flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be. I mean, like, he's, like, the whole thing is, like, even just the description of it. Because, like, he's say like, crucified, but not in the sort of usual sense that we tend to think. You know, he's basically, like, trapped in stone kind of a thing, you know? So it's, like, even that just, again, gives that more, like, unyielding sort of... And on top of that, you look at, like, this, like, seemingly tortured man. He's been strung up. He's, like, cemented there in place. He looks ragged and beat to shit. And, and like, he's laughing and grinning and, like, enjoying this. And then, yeah, he gets knocked just out, Just, like, right? walking into a BDSM club. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, you know, a comment on just how tortured and... Um, I guess, um, but it's also... It's, 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 yeah, he's become, you know? It is, but I also didn't take it to be sort of a, a joyful type love. I took it to be more like the crazy you are... That's what I mean, though. Manic. Like, fully manic. Like, that's yeah. how much stress has been put upon him. Like... Mm. Okay, just when you said it first, but he, like, laughs. He's like, because <laughs> you're like, he's, like, totally enjoying it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think he is. No, but, but it's still to a certain point. Like, you're just so far removed from the reality. Yeah, that's part of it. He's definitely that far gone. And, yeah, and, and we don't even know exactly what he's referring to, right? So, again, one would assume it's whatever he's seeing in Harry's side of it. Um, but he's just, like, as if it will help you, nothing. You're, you know, so, I mean, like, you get other people that are, like, uh, who have we seen that have reacted to, like, Harry? Like, I think Denton. Thus far? Thus far, like, Denton or something like that, you know, where he's, like... But yeah, other people that sort of recognize that there's a great deal of power and whatever, and he's like, oh my god, what are you, and how is that going to, you know what I mean? So we get those sort of vague, cryptic sort of um, notions alluded to that, right? So again, you kind of assume it's something like that, but in this case, you know, again, he's not really 
acting in fear of that as such, right? He's just like, like, as if that'll help you, like, whatever raw power or dark power or faded power or whatever it is that, that Harry supposedly has that, you know what I mean? And he's like, that's nothing, you know? And it's like, well, normally this makes people freak the fuck out and, like, faint on the spot. And this guy's just like, that's all you got, <laughs> you know? It's like, okay. And then, yeah, and then it moves on to the secondary you know, thing. Does the guy say anything else? No, that was it. He basically yeah, it's just more craziness and whatever and realizes that, yeah, this, this cliff face kind of a thing is actually, like, a real face. And then, yeah, as you say, right, it's, like, all it takes is the power of it just sort of, like, yelling and, like, get out and it, like, not only does it break the psychic connection, but, like, physically flings him out, which, again, is not something that usually happens to Harry in these situations. Right. You know, volleyed straight backwards. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, not only is he usually the one with the upper hand, but it's usually just like, oh, whatever. You know, it's like you're in, you're out of this. Harry is completely unaware. He's like, first, you didn't expect the the, the soul gaze to happen. It kicked his ass. (laughs) Yeah, basically, exactly. And that's, yeah, none of that is normal for him. So, yeah, so he like literally gets, and again, this is where I'm like, I know y'all argued this with me before, but he's got to have some damn good leather conditioner because once again, he's being like flung into like glass and garbage. And while it's obviously going into the dust because he's like, the dust are held enough that he didn't get jabbed up with a bunch of broken glass. But I'm like, oh, this coat's got to be rough looking by now. It's got to be like super distressed. This is getting softer and softer. Yeah. <laughs> It's like lambskin now. It's, yeah. Really maybe, ugly lambskin. I just think, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't know enough about leathers. Maybe it's just like cheap leather coats or something like that. And that's the difference. But I'm like, I just can't help but feeling like when it gets more to that more distressed cracked look, like I know they can take a lot in a lot of ways, but I'm like, that's just more what I tend to think of here. Just that like, it's going to be all the coloring and whatever is going to be but I don't know maybe that's not maybe if you have like a super expensive leather jacket and when it creaks and cracks it doesn't get that weird flaky discoloration or anything like that it's not just cheap leather coats that do that yeah and it's not really supposed to creak and crack and like unless it's been like totally dried out and it's old and yeah, yeah a well a well worn one right it would it w- be softer leather yeah i know they get softer but i just again i've seen a lot of people and again maybe they haven't maybe he does take extra special I'm care saying, i can say in that. terms of my own leather jacket i just don't take care of it at all mm-hmm. i'll lose it for like months at a time and then i pull it out again and i'm all like ah fuck shit oh well it's fine brush it off it's fine <laughs> But yeah, that's all. I just think with the amount of battering that it takes, I just feel like just when I think of anybody else's, so maybe Harry's just a lot more um, OCD about looking after his coat than anybody else I've ever it's known. the only so thing that, I have from Susan anymore. Well, and that looks super cool. But yeah, it's just funny. I think sometimes, you know, like again, I'm like any article of clothing I had that went through this much abuse the, the would brownies, look like it. The brownies that are cleaning his house is that, are actually doing leather conditioning. Or, uh, m- it, maybe <laughs> or whatever. Like they do do on, his laundry. Wooden, wooden hangers and they're like, you know, do putting do dubbins on it. That's true. Maybe it's like... They're repairing the buttons every day. Right. Sewing the like, collar back on. Right. It's like all that shit that I can't do. You know, you can't like iron leather or do, you know what I mean? The fairy are like, oh, we got this. No <laughs> you know? So like blood stains. Yeah. Yeah. We know what gets that out, Harry. Yeah. Don't worry. No issues. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yeah, so he gets beat up, lays there, um, and he's seriously thrown by the, like, like, between just the, the mental bells ringing and I think, like, say, the physical, uh, reaction and all of that, that, yeah, both physically and mentally, he's, 
stunned and seeing little Tweety birds and trying to get a grip on what's going on. And it well, does manage to get a fire spell off while he's recovering from this whole gaze, which unfortunately doesn't actually do anything, but... Yeah, unfortunately, this time sort of expecting it more than it did the first time. It didn't really... But, um, but yeah, he's enough. But, yeah, he's basically, like, literally, you can just sort of picture him, like, floundering, like, literally trying to, you know, get back up and get his feet and just, you know, being that sort of out of it and not. And then he realizes that, yeah, like, the little homeless man is, like, standing over him again. He's like, fuck's sake. He's like, just run. Run, damn you. <laughs> like, he's like, I am trying so hard. I'm literally getting my ass kicked here to give you guys a chance to get away. And you're not fucking going. <laughs> like, I like this little one. He, like, just hands him his glasses and then, like, <laughs> goes to town. Like, I know! What? And that's the... Right? And then he's just like... Come again. Lord, please. He's like, what? <laughs> sword cane. I love that it's a sword cane, too. Like, Ugh, right? Right? Like, I, I'm sure, like, Harry's looking at that and, like, all jealous, like, oh, yours is better than mine is. <laughs> <laughs> Probably... Yeah, well, we know this one ends up being, like, an authentic katana, so I don't know exactly what Harry's supposed to be, but yeah, exactly, right? He's like, mine's not, like, a super cool, like, legitimate, like, antique or historical weapon or whatever, but, but yeah, it turns out this, this, you know, tiny, aging, decrepit old little Asian man is actually, like, hell on wheels kind of a thing. He's, like, zoop, zoop, like, he can move, like, super fast and, like, dances around getting whacked while he's just like smacking this thing around with his cane and then yeah before you know it there comes his his little his little single edged chisel pointed katana and while he doesn't take the thing's head off he does manage to like clip off a few inches of ear as the, you know as he whips past and the thing ducks and and yeah even there harry notices he's like the thing like screams but he's like it seems really disproportional for having like the top of its ear cut off um, and then he noticed three things. <laughs> so, one, creature's no longer paying attention to him. Yippee-ki-yay. Um, he's like, and then he notices that the sword is not reflecting the light in the alley. It's actually emitting the light. And he's like, interesting. And then three, he notices there's a whole lot of power coming along with this sword. And it dawns on him. He's like, he's only ever seen that one other time in his life. But... He knows there's supposed to be a couple more. Da-da-da-da! Yeah, a little hint there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, starts talking to him. So we discover this thing apparently has a name. <laughs> and this guy knows who he is or whatever. So um, addresses him as Ursiel. And he says, let him go. You have no power here. And uh, this thing starts talking back to him. <laughs> So, apparently they know each other quite well. They're on first name basis, both of them. So, he calls him Shiro, and he's like, look at yourself. He's like, you're old. You know, he's like, you were at your peak the last time we met. Like, now you're just, you know, you're basically on death's door, right? He's like, you're so much older, whereas I'm, you know, obviously the impression you get is that, like, he's still just the same. He's still just as strong and just as whatever. And and he's got a little snark to him here, too, right? Like, this little old guy's like, did you just come here to talk? (laughs) You know? And he's like, okay, fine, no. And so, yeah, they have this big... And then you discover the other guy jumps in on it, too. So just when it looks like he's gonna have issues and the guy's coming back around, now all of a sudden the other guy that looked like just another drunk in the alley pops in and is doing just as much. Right? So he's got... Um, another one, and he makes an interesting comment to him here too, right? So he calls him a traitor, 
And he's like, do you really think any of us fears even one of the three, you know, meaning the swords, um, in your hands? So it's like, again, there's some history there that we are not privy to yet, but obviously um, that they've had. So, yeah, so they keep talking to this thing and trying to get it to, and Harry's just like, just kill the fucking thing already. Like, on the one hand, he's kind of grateful. Like, he's, again, he's still kind of somewhat being ignored, which is good, because he's still not fully, you know, pulled himself together again yet or whatever. Shiro is doing okay. Um, The other guy, Sonya, gets his arm busted by this thing. And they're obviously trying to get something out of him with the way they keep talking at it and stuff like that. But yeah, the voice changes, so you no longer get the um, the monster talking to them or whatever, but you get, like, the other voice or whatever. And basically at that point is when they suddenly seem to make a decision and stop sort of prolonging the fight with it or whatever, right? Because he's, like, um, you know, again, gets Shiro cornered, knocks his sword out or whatever, and he's, like, and so it ends. And he's just, like, yep. You know, Shiro's just, like, yep, this is it. And then, boom, person number three jumps in and beheads them, right? And Harry's like, so you... So we really this Michael. So there's Mike. So here we have the three knights, obviously, right? So Michael's on the picture now. We've got these other two. Um, and Harry's all like, this is great. This is wonderful. But you couldn't have done this, like, a couple minutes ago. And he's like, yeah, no. He's like, normally Michael's good about, you know, taking a joke or whatever. And he was just like, no, we really couldn't, you know? And they're like, that's basically where they explain the whole thing about how they were trying to rescue the other guy taken in it or whatever, you know what I mean? That, like, this monster thing was possessing someone else and that's what they were trying to get through to. Trying to talk him out of the deal he made. Yeah, trying to that whole, like, free will. Of- Offer salvation in the last moment. Yeah, basically. So he's trying to figure out, right? He's like, what What was that thing? And he's like, he wasn't a thing, you know? And Harry's like, or he figured this because he was able to do the soul gaze on it or whatever, right? But basically, they're doing the whole kind of cryptic thing, too. Like, they, they're they kind of almost giving him answers here, but not really. He's, like, trying to be like, what the fuck just happened? And they're just, like... It's also a little bit, too, where it's, like, you know, like, you've got this friend and stuff like that, and you always tell them everything, but then you're with that friend's other group of friends, and it's, like, oh, he's got his own inside things with them. Like, I can't be as, like, liberal, you know? Like, I can't tell them I know all of their inside <laughs> work secrets and stuff like that, right? And so it's a little bit, you know, so, uh, as we will learn the other two nights, Sonya and Shiro are like, we don't talk freely in front of Harry Dresden. Who the fuck is this guy, right? Yeah. And Michael's I, a little bit too like, yeah, I know, it's official night business. I can't say too much, right? Whereas normally Michael's a little bit, not necessarily that he tells Harry everything about his job and just whatever, mm-hmm. but that things that are relevant to Harry, Michael is always, you know, happy to help him with that, right? Yeah, and sort of somewhat in the know, like they say, either it's Harry bringing him in on his stuff, in which case... Well, Harry's bringing him in so he yeah. can tell him everything, you know, like, or again, it's stuff that they're sort of like with the ghost thing where it's like they're sort of working together on. So I mean, Michael's involved. He already knows as much as what's going on, you know, kind of a thing. So there isn't reason to. It's almost like Michael subcontracts out to Dresden. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. the only the part that you get to know is is what, what I've got you for. But it's more like, you know, like if Harry wants a supernatural second, his only option is always Michael. Michael's like, no, my second is Sonya. My third is Shiro. Or my second is Shiro. My third is Sonya. I don't need to come to you for most things because I've... Well, and my job is covered. We, we're good without you. There is the that too. Yeah, is that exactly? He does have sort of built-in backup that way with his position, whereas Harry is working solo. So, right. 
Yeah. It's not so much that Michael needs to call on Harry as often because God only gives me jobs I can handle myself. And if not, the other two are going to show up and help me handle it, right? Whereas Harry's like, hey, buddy, old pal, old friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You and your sword have a hot date tonight or? Right. I'm going to do some monster slaying. Yeah. So he introduces. So it turns out Shira was Michael's teacher, which is kind of cool. Um, and then Sonia is the newest kid on the block. And while they're going over this, he noticed, like, when he's still not getting sort of vague answers and whatever, and he's like, the body just starts to melt and dissolve and... Anyways, but he says something. Like, he's basically some gold rush guy. So basically, this being taken by the monster is obviously, um... Like you see in a lot of movies and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's the... It kept you, like, immortal until you're not anymore, and then it just, like it's taking its pay with, like, interest or whatever, you know, or it's like, well, you should have been, like, dead and rotted away, like, you know, a hundred years like ago. like Indiana Jones scene where, like, drink takes the wrong drink. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly right. It's like, you're not just dead, you're now going to be, like, dead the way you should have been, like, well, you see, like dust. decades ago, yeah. My 2023 goal was to, like, read every book I own that I haven't read already. And it's a real problem when you read series and the series hasn't finished coming out yet, so you leave that series and you keep buying the books because you plan to come back to it and then you end up having, like, 30 unfinished series sitting on your shelves. And it's like, I'm always going to, you know, get back into that world and finish book five or six or whatever, right? So what I've been doing is reading all of the Peregrine, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children novels. Because I read the first three and then he fucking decided to do a second trilogy with them all. And that's the thing, is, like, it's like these people who live in time loops, but if you leave your time loop for too long, you just age all the time you missed yeah. up until that point, right? So if you have only been in the time loop for 20 years, okay, you're probably still going to be alive. If you've been in the time loop for 200 years, you're going to get fucked real quick. Right. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically what happens to this guy. But then when it all happens, then he notices this coin left behind and he's like, okay, I don't know what the fuck. You guys are just like pissing me off. Nobody's telling me anything. I don't know what the hell this is. He's like, I've had enough weird and like goes to pick it up and hair's like, no. And, like, smacks his head. Which, again, like, you can just... I mean, again, for any of you who have ever had, like, a mother that owned a wooden spoon, you all know what this is like. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we don't talk about those kind of things anymore. <laughs> I think they consider that abuse now. <laughs> right? But y'all know. <laughs> Jess, do you have a wooden spoon experience you'd like to share? <laughs> yes, my mother at a, at a garage sale buying... This is the same one my mother kept. <laughs> No, was that the, the paddle that, thing? That, yeah. oh, that, that was that was even better. It wasn't a wooden spoon. It was a paddle. It's wow. not not like a big paddle. It was. It's honestly not much more than like a large wooden ruler or something like that. It's a little bit bigger, but it was not like a great big like paddle paddle. Okay, Miss BDSM girl. <laughs> but uh, Tanzan brought it up, not me. No, I was looking at Tanzan when I said it. <laughs> like a sorority paddle but it, it had this and it i really well it wasn't entirely a garage sale it was yeah grandma apple i think clearing out <laughs> who some sells stuff. a paddle at a garage sale because <laughs> it was not like Whatever. a paddle this is what i'm i will have to like try and find one to post on for you all so you can see or know, it was labeled like school teacher correctional tool or something no no like no 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 well then couldn't touch me yeah it had a little cartoon boy getting and it, it was it's getting uh, beaten because it's a paddle except he wasn't actually getting beat it was just a little cartoon boy like rubbing his bum kind of a thing that obviously had been and it was it's implied it's, beatings it, exactly it's it's 
It was late. It's the Board of Education is what it was. <laughs> That's what it said. Yeah, Board of Education. Board of Education. And my parents, yes. They never actually used that one. That one would have snapped in an instant, I'm sure. If yeah, they were going to break it. Yeah. But it was, it was like up on the kitchen wall with, right? It was just there. It was just. <laughs> motivating. The mo- yeah, exactly. That <laughs> was one of the original motivational posters. Right. Okay, <laughs> that's funny actually because at my at my work we have a large um, wooden stick from like a broken mop or broom. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's been sitting in the corner. Like we don't throw it out. We just keep it with all of our shit there, and it's been labeled motivational tool for like seven years now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like that. <laughs> like that and the bumper sticker that they also had that was up there that was like avenge yourself live long enough to be a problem to your children <laughs> <laughs> but yes the board of education yeah. um so yeah so shiro whacks him on the knuckles basically with this wooden stick like don't touch He's Here's like, my question, no. though, because yeah. your father was a teacher. Grandma Apple worked at a school. Did they just hand these out to teachers like 30 years ago? Yeah, right. Is that how they all got them? Like, okay, we're not officially allowed to strap anybody anymore, so here we turn them all into just these these souvenir sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the good old days when we used to be able to beat the children? <laughs> so so between me and my sister, there's a nine-year difference. Like, she's nine years older than me, and she, you know, was born in a... Oh, God, I just aged myself. I'm going to cut that part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) there's just enough of a generational gap between me and my sister that my dad had actually, because he he did woodworking, actually did make a disciplinary battle for her that she did get swatted with when she she fucked up real bad. And you just missed it? I never got <laughs> anything like that. They changed the laws on no. that. Just They're like, oh, thank God. No, it was like just the proper protect- spanking instead. <laughs> yep. Just use the hand instead of the paddle. <laughs> Not allowed to use tools anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, yeah, we usually got like just a SWAT spanking kind of a thing. Unless you really, really went above and beyond. And then dad would threaten to take off the leather slipper, which is more like a moccasin type. And yeah, you definitely did not want to get spanked with that. That definitely had more sting to it. But um, I, I just learned not to get caught. Well, there's there's that. My my one of my older brothers legit tried the um, little rascals form. For those of you out there that remember, like the original little rascals, I don't know if this if something like this ended up in the remake. But um, he literally tried to like stick a book down his pants. So it's, but it's funny because it's really as obvious as it is in Little Rascals where, and I I wish, I have to ask my mom, because I remember that part of it, but I don't remember anymore if, like, they had to refrain from, like, laughing so much or whatever that they sort of let him off, or whether they just made him remove the book and he still got a licking or whatever. I don't know, but it was hilarious that he literally tried to stick a book down his pants to absorb the beating. (laughs) Yeah, and then my youngest, youngest sister coming along when she was the baby left at home. He, Again, this was not in anything, but since my dad was a teacher and would help us with our homework a lot, and sometimes if you were being especially sick or whatever, he'd do where he'd kind of just tap your head with his knuckle kind of a thing. So it wasn't like a major, but it was kind of a sharp little like, oh, right? And I guess my sister maybe had a few, and she was blonde, but maybe she got a few more blonde moments than the rest of us because she went, went and she sort of been like elementary school kind of a thing. She went to go ask dad for help with homework. And when he came to the kitchen table, she was sitting there with her bike helmet on <laughs> because apparently she was already anticipating how many times she was going to get knuckled. 
again. Her father was a teacher. <laughs> My mom was a teacher. I don't remember any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> they're just they're just like, there's no hope for you. Forget it. <laughs> See, my parents just loved us more. Like, you will fucking win. <laughs> beat it into you. <laughs> Which is She's not- like, thank God you weren't in one of my classes. <laughs> right? The funny thing is that my dad was the far more genteel one. She, like, mom was the scarier one who was always yelling and whacking the wooden spoon on the counter to threaten you. Which was funny, because did y'all ever have that too? Where she'd, like, smack the counter to be, like, right? Let you know it was... But then she'd, like, whack it and break it. And then you were in, like, twice as much trouble because now she broke her wooden spoon, threatening to hit you with the wooden spoon. And you're, like, dude. (laughs) You know I'm one of your daughters, right? Have you guys ever been in a moment where you were a psychopath? Yes. Yes, I have been in that moment. I never broke wooden spoons threatening to beat you with them. Doesn't mean you weren't crazy. I swear we had happy childhood. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, these are the good memories, people. It's just like, the, no, no, we laugh about this now. <laughs> We're allowed to share these memories on air. <laughs> the other things we don't talk about. <laughs> Stop crying, Tizen. <laughs> oh, God. How much of that will I edit out? I'm not sure. So, reeling it back in. <laughs> Harry, as per normal, is all like, you don't tell me what's going on. I'm not going to listen to what you want. And they're like, please, it's dangerous. We got to go. And he's like, yep, cross my arm, stamp my foot. What the fuck? And then you get the whole, like, it's the fallen. They're kind of a big deal. And sometimes they're allowed to break the rules and fuck with humanity. And right now they're all after you. Okay, fine. I'll go to church with you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because, um... He's like, oh, it's, he's, he's one of the fallen. And he's like, bullshit. He's like, they can't do that. Like, they have to work with it. So, again, same thing, whereas that was the whole point of, you know, angels and men is we were given free will. We can choose to do good things. We can choose to do bad things, you know, but angels can't. They have to only be beating. There are rules. There are rules. And they weren't given the choice and capacity to not, right? So he's like, fuck that. Like, okay, some of the angels kind of rebel but they still have to work within you know you still have to give them permission to and Michael's like not all of them as it turns out and Harry's like wait what more again like what (laughs) you know he's like every time I think I got this figured out and I know what the rules are he knows just enough to be dangerous there's always got to be some fucking exception yeah exactly and in this case apparently there's 30 exceptions (laughs) so yeah, so not only was it big, scary, big-time thing, but big, scary, big-time thing that doesn't have to play by the rules, and not only are they in town, but Michael's like, yeah, we think they might all be interested in because he's like, oh, whatever, I would have died, you know? He's like, fine, if you weren't there, I would have, you know, some, what does he call him, some, you know, um, another flunky from some B-rated movie or something like that, and Michael's like, no, it wasn't here to kill you. He's like, it wanted you. Job and he's like, well, whatever. You gotta ask. You know, it's like, it had to have permission. I went, and he's like, no, no, it doesn't. He's like, and there's 29 more of them. So, yeah. So then. Yeah, a little bit more serious, Harry. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, fine. Let's go to church. <laughs> this concludes our episode 10.5, Three Nights. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 